Summer is here, and we're as busy as ever at the DSR Network. Our podcast schedule has expanded to include the DSR Daily Brief, DSR Foreign Policy, DSR Politics, the DSR Spy Show, Words Matter, Foreign Office with Michael Weiss, Next in Foreign Policy, and The Secret Life of Cookies. To celebrate our expansion, we're bringing you this special offer. Through the month of June, membership is 50% off. Members receive an ad-free listening experience, bonus content across all of our podcasts, an evening newsletter, an invitation to join the DSR Slack community, and more. To take advantage of this offer, visit thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and enter code DSRexpands, all one word. That's thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and code DSRexpands. Thank you for your support. It's June 23rd, 2023, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Chris Cotnor. Our top stories from international outlets this morning. According to the New York Times, a vast multinational search for five people who had descended to view the wreckage of the sunken Titanic ended on Thursday after pieces of the privately owned submersible vessel that had carried them were found on the ocean floor, evidence of a catastrophic implosion with no survivors, according to the U.S. Coast Guard. The dramatic search effort in a remote area of the North Atlantic 900 miles off Cape Cod had mesmerized people worldwide for days after the 22-foot watercraft called Titan lost contact with its parent ship less than two hours into its voyage on Sunday. The grim discovery by a remotely operated vehicle scouring the sea bottom also trained attention on the high-risk, high-cost adventure tourism, raising questions about the safety protocols followed by companies that run such expeditions. Meanwhile, the Wall Street Journal reported that a top-secret military acoustic detection system designed to spot enemy submarines, first heard what the U.S. Navy suspected was the Titan submersible implosion hours after the submersible began its voyage, officials involved in the search said. The Navy began listening for the Titan almost as soon as the sub lost communications, according to a U.S. defense official. Shortly after the submersible's disappearance on Sunday, the U.S. system detected what it suspected was the sound of an implosion near the debris site discovered Thursday, and reported its findings to the Coast Guard commander on site, U.S. defense officials said. Officials decided to continue our mission as a search and rescue and make every effort to save the lives on board, the U.S. Navy statement said. Following a lavish state visit by Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi to Washington, U.S. President Joe Biden has called his country's partnership with India among the most consequential in the world. The BBC reports that the U.S.'s relationship with India, the world's most populous country, is stronger, closer, and more dynamic than any other time in history, according to remarks from President Biden. The remark may not be an exaggeration. This summit suggests that the relationship has been transformed. It underscores just how broad and deep it has become in a relatively short time, said Michael Kugelman of the Wilson Center, an American think tank. 
A key reason is that Washington is keen to draw India closer so that it can act as a counterbalance to China's growing influence in the Indo-Pacific. India-U.S. ties had not lived up to their promise following a landmark civilian nuclear deal in 2005 because a liability law passed by India three years later hobbled purchase of reactors. Al Jazeera reports that foreign donors have pledged 60 billion euros for Ukraine over a multi-year period to help the country rebuild following Russia's February 2022 invasion. The commitments were made at a two-day Ukraine recovery conference in London and were mostly comprised of a 50 billion euro commitment from the European Union announced on Tuesday and new pledges from the United Kingdom and the United States. Nearly 16 months since Russia began its full-scale invasion, homes, hospitals, and critical infrastructure lie in ruins, and Kyiv faces years, possibly decades, of rebuilding. The World Bank has estimated the cost of reconstruction at more than $400 billion, a figure rising daily alongside the human toll of the war. Elsewhere, according to Politico, Hundreds of tankers could be barred from European ports as part of a new effort to crack down on illicit sales of Russian crude oil that Western nations fear are helping fund the war in Ukraine. After weeks of tense negotiations, EU countries on Wednesday finally signed off on the 11th package of sanctions to be imposed on Moscow in just over a year. But instead of introducing new restrictions, Draft documents seen by Politico show Brussels' focus is now on tightening loopholes in existing rules, creating powers for secondary sanctions, and naming and shaming companies that fall foul of the rules. Attempts to circumvent union restrictive measures have resulted in a sharp increase in deceptive practices by vessels transporting Russian crude oil and petroleum products, the text of the council decision reads. Despite the increased oil output, Moscow's federal budget revenues from fossil fuels were around 36% lower this May than they were the previous year, forcing the country to plug a growing gap if it wants to continue increasing funding to its armed forces. Reuters reports that Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi will meet U.S. and Indian business leaders in Washington on Friday, the final day of a state visit marked by pledges of deeper U.S.-India cooperation on areas including space, artificial intelligence, and quantum computing. President Joe Biden rolled out the red carpet for Modi on Thursday, declaring after about two and a half hours of talks that their country's economic relationship was booming. Trade has more than doubled over the past decade. Modi will continue talks with top U.S. officials during a lunch at the State Department with Vice President Kamala Harris and Secretary of State Antony Blinken. The Indian leader, who has appealed to global companies to make in India, will then address business leaders at the Kennedy Center for Performing Arts. The CEOs of top American countries, including FedEx, MasterCard, and Adobe, and representatives of Indian companies such as Tech Mahindra and Mastec, are expected to be among the 1,200 participants. According to Al Jazeera, the violence in the occupied West Bank risks spiraling out of control, according to the United Nations human rights chief, 
who condemned Israel's use of deadly force in a raid in the Janine refugee camp that killed at least seven Palestinians, including children. Israeli forces stormed the Janine refugee camp on Monday to arrest two suspects. The UN's Volker Turk made the remarks on Friday, warning that the situation was deteriorating sharply due to the use of heavy weaponry, urging Israel to stop the violence. He added that the raid was a major intensification of the use of weaponry more generally associated with the conduct of armed hostilities rather than a law enforcement situation. Turk called on Israel to abide by international law, also adding that the current situation serves only to drive Israelis and Palestinians deeper into an abyss. In lighter news from the UPI, Florida firefighters came to the rescue of a horse that became spooked and jumped off its owner's deck into a swimming pool. Pasco County Fire Rescue said crews responded to Cindy Buckle's home when her horse, Mo became spooked by another horse and ended up jumping off a deck into her pool. Firefighters said in a Facebook post that they used large animal rescue equipment to fit Mo with a harness and hoist him back to dry land. The horse was not injured and was returned to his owner. If you have a strange but true story you'd like to share, please email us at podcasts at thedsrnetwork.com. The story should come from a reputable news source and be verifiable. If we use the story, we'll include a shout-out to the person who sent it. That's all the news I have for you this week. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at thedsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief. If you'd like more in-depth analysis of these issues, be sure to follow the links in the show notes and tune in to our sister podcasts on the DSR Network. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief.